0: And welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Rendazzo.
1: Why do you have to be such a bitch all the time, pro?
0: And the amazing Chris Rendazzo. The fly is
2: about body dysmorphia.
0: We here on this week's episode talk television. Uh, This week, Karen made the pick. Uh, We're talking the chilling adventures of Sabrina, Uh, season one, episode four, Witch Academy. But before we get into that, here is your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest something we should watch. We'll listen. We'll take a look. We'll 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 put our opinions out there on it. So Karen. Yes. Why this episode in particular? I understand you liked the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why this this particular episode?
1: Uh Okay, well, bear in mind that I binged this a couple of months back, so my pick was, I, I picked this at the time uh, that I watched it as what I was going to pick for the show, but it was a little while since I made that pick, so okay. my logic is a little fuzzy, but if I remember correctly, the first three episodes have a lot of world building and mythology and setup, mm-hmm. and it's just a lot to handle any one of those three Okay. Um, on their own so this one you might have felt a little bit plunged into the middle of something but at the same time it's sort of a good just here's a you know typical day of sabrina's life mm-hmm. for a couple of days and uh it gets into a little bit of everybody
0: yeah that's that's true okay yeah um i did like, I hadn't seen a single episode of this beforehand, so I decided to... You know, it was only th- three other episodes, so I decided to watch them all to get caught up with this. And I don't know if... I, I, will, I will ask Chris in this in a minute, but I do not like this show. Okay. Um. There are so many unlikable characters in it. <laughs> really? <gasps> yes. <laughs> The one ant is horrible. <coughs> the, yes. The 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 priest, the the devil priest. Yes. Horrible. The 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 sisters,
2: the the yes. the three sisters. Like and like it's. I mean, aren't those the antagonists? The like, yes. ants shouldn't point? be. Yeah, but she's an antagonist. Oh no! Good night,
1: everybody. <laughs> the fuck out, We're out of my, it my house. right now.
2: <laughs> All right, oh so. man, you couldn't have set that up better if you tried. <laughs>
0: ant- antagonist. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> I mean, and okay. I have very little experience with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I know there was like a show way back. Mm-hmm. Like. I, and and there's an Archie comic, and I feel like this is trying to be dark and edgy just for the sake of being dark and edgy. Um, I, there's something about the 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 main actress, like mm-hmm. she's supposed to be like 16, right? Yeah, because she's in high school or starting college ish. I don't know what the
1: it's high school, and then the Witch Academy is like. I don't know. It's High school, just like private adjacent? school for witches.
0: Okay. Um she's acting like she's 60. Like she she seems like she's trying to she's trying to portray the character so much more mature than she should be because she's 16. In my opinion, I should say.
2: Now, <laughs> sounds like you don't spend enough time around 16-year-olds. Uh, the then all right, Chris. <laughs> How did you feel
0: about this show, or this episode?
2: I I liked it. Okay, I wasn't no, I wasn't gung ho over it, but uh, I also certainly wasn't like, I wasn't put off by it. I'm 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 certainly not connecting with the uh, the complaints that you have thus far. Uh, also, just blanket statement: I lost my voice at a wedding last night because. Everything's loud. Mm -hmm. And when I talk really loudly for too long. So if I sound funky, that's why. Uh, Yeah, It's shocking
0: that you
1: got
2: that antagonist out there real clear as a bell, though. Everybody got that one. That was all I had in me.
1: (laughs) If I sound hungover, that's why.
2: (laughs) If Karen sounds hungover, it's because she is. Um, Yeah, I I liked it. I I also, the main character, Sabrina, did kind of rub me, not the wrong way, but there was something a little off-putting about her. Um, from a different degree. I didn't really get the acting like she's 60. Cause well, she's just like, uh, it's like
0: the maturity level was way too high.
2: I kind of felt like that is part of her character because of like, you know, the shit she has to go
1: through. Yeah, to me, that's part of her circumstances. Like she's 16 and she's being asked to... Uh, commit to a lifetime of serving the devil. Yeah. Like which seems pretty serious s- and like something you might want to, you know, treat with a level of maturity.
2: Well, I know again, I didn't watch the first two episodes. Not again. I didn't say that to begin with. Congratulations. You now know. I didn't watch the first two episodes. <laughs> I just assumed that this is a character that's been forced to grow up See, before like, her time.
0: Here's the thing like, she is, this is not a new situation for her. She has been in this family. For all 16 of her years. Mm -hmm. So this is not a surprise. This is not something that, you know.
1: It's not. But I feel like what any. I don't know. You watched the first three episodes more recently than I did. Mm -hmm. But I feel like. uh, The Confronting the reality of her dark. Dark baptism, which is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Silly enough. um, Caused her to confront some things that about. The lifestyle that she hadn't questioned before, okay. and you know, bring new new issues and new questions to to light.
2: Uh, okay, I, 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 mean, I for I, for me, what rubbed me that right, what felt weird about the character was that she was very consistently not Hermione Granger, but she looks <laughs> kind of like her, and like okay. this is the only episode I've seen, and they're going to like a crazy witch school, and it was just like this constant thing in the back of my head, like. This isn't Harry Potter. You can't fool me.
1: <laughs> no, it is very decidedly not, <laughs> not yeah. Harry Potter.
2: Yes, that's very true. This is
0: not.
1: Um, <clears throat> but
2: I mean, I, I I hated those witch girls, and I was so glad that they got their comeuppance toward the end. Um, sort daunted. of. Yes. Well, I mean, they got strung up in a tree. You know. Yeah. That definitely was a. That, that was that was that was a little something. So good up good for them. Good for you, Sabrina. I was I was rooting for her. Um, I thought that the uh the, the possessed guy in the the house with like her friends mm-hmm. was like complete non sequitur. And again, this is just me jumping into one episode. I didn't really see any of the build up to it. It's just that felt like a totally different yeah, that, show to me. That
0: was be- I think it was actually the episode right before this one where it's um her boyfriend has an experience in the minds or had an experience in the minds when he was younger mm-hmm. and so it, like that was a carryover from a previous episode to 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 scooch along that storyline um jumping jumping into it just this episode yeah that made
2: absolutely
1: it was a no little sense jarring. yeah
2: yeah like it's not that it didn't make sense it was just like okay but what does one have to do with the other this Like all right we got to do something with these characters that aren't at this school so let's do this and i'm sure that's not necessarily i'm sure it all ties together in some way shape or form but as somebody who just jumped into this it was like it was like they skipped over a b story and went straight for a c story mm -hmm. and uh i was i was so much more interested in like you know the dead kid and and all that other business and um even that even that idiot Astro projecting to go on a date was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see how this goes poorly because it's gonna." Is he? Uh, like, is he really English,
1: Karen? I'm not I, the actor. I don't know.
2: Okay. All right. Regardless, uh, all that stuff but, I found to be way more interesting. And then, like, there's like, okay, so she's got a possessed guy living in her house. This is kind of a weird situation. Like, where's the other people in her house? And like, why is her house so freaking creepy? Like, I know they said something about like their, her parents went away and she's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm grown up enough to handle this situation or, Mm -hmm. uh, it just struck me as very, very strange and not in the good kind of strange that the rest of the show hit me with.
1: Well, i one of the, I'm now realizing this was like a terrible episode to pick because (laughs) there's a lot of problems with putting somebody, starting somebody out here. But, um, one of the things that I actually really like about the show is, you know, in a lot of supernatural type shows where the protagonist is like involved in supernatural stuff and has to hide it from their like non supernatural involved friends uh, in this case she does that but all of the uh, like mortal friend characters all have some sort of other connection to the supernatural that has nothing to do with Sabrina and they're all like trying to keep their shit together separate from her. So they all have like interesting motivations separate from the main characters that makes them more um, fleshed out, I think.
0: So, Chris, seeing as you did not watch the previous episodes, I, I think that you need to know that the principal of her high school, of Sabrina and her friend's high school, is none other than Balky Bartokamus. What? Yes.
1: Fuck, I didn't even realize that.
0: <laughs> okay. So I was... Oh, one, that's fantastic. Was, wait, wait, hold on. Buckle up. Because he's... <laughs> like, it's not... You know how Brons, Bronson Pinchot? Bronson
1: Pinchot, yeah.
0: He, he's actually a, quite a good actor that only got famous for doing Balki. Um, But it, when it fully clicked in my head, there's a scene where he's like a real dick of a principal like he's horrible but there is a scene in which he gets possessed by i think the devil i'm not a hundred percent on that one and he's frothing at the mouth and there was just just this because every other time that i had seen him it was he was very heavily shadowed so it was kind of hard to tell it was him but then he did this head pitching back thing with froth coming out of his mouth and i stopped and I went no
2: and then i googled it <laughs> and it was him is cousin Larry still around? No, Tell me he no. Maybe he shows show up later. Some... I don't know. I haven't watched. That would be rest so awesome. If I he didn't... has like an assistant <laughs> principal that turns out to be cousin Larry. That would be the single greatest thing ever.
1: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't notice him, and I watched the whole season. But then again, I, you know, didn't He's even notice it was different. him. <laughs> to yeah. begin with. I mean,
0: when you see Balky Bartokomis, you know, playing it straight, it doesn't feel right. So. But hey, look at that. Now you guys learned something. Nice. <clears throat> I will say
1: also that against this episode that um what it doesn't have enough of for me is Miss Wardwell, who is the uh the other witch that, that comes to Sabrina's house while uh no while is she almost a witch or is she a demon. She's a witch. Okay. Uh and she's a very interesting character and she's a delight to watch. Mm-hmm. Um but she isn't she doesn't have a lot to do in this episode is
0: she in the i'm pretty sure it was the first episode she is like she's a normie she's one of their teachers right and she comes out of like they were at a movie or something and she comes out Mm -hmm. and sabrina invites her to go hang out with them and she's like no i have some things to do as she is walking away i go oh she's gonna die i like immediately in my head i'm like this woman is either getting written off quickly, or something horrible is going to happen to her. And within like fifteen minutes, she is not the woman that she started out as. Like she was a very prudish, very reserved,
1: yeah, school cardigan, teacher. glasses. And all then that all the
0: now, she, no,
1: and now she is like hottie McBody.
0: So <laughs> it was. It, it's there are some characters in this show that I like. Like I like the the english the warlock in the english dude that's in her like
1: ambrose the, that's her cousin yeah, yeah he's in
0: the house arrest i just feel like i feel like his accent is fake and like he's overdoing it a little too much but i like his character uh, he's
1: probably the most likable after sabrina if if you you know well the other, other and is of sabrina. adorable hmm? the, the, oh yeah she's great too i, I like her
0: Lee. Because she like, yes. she's always at odds. <laughs> her sister kills her at one point in time with a shovel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I liked her. And then, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, she comes back. I'm like, oh, this is the kind of show this is going to be. All right. Okay. So got to buckle up for this. There's absolutely no basis of reality in there at all.
1: And the unlikable aunt is, I, I will admit unlikable, but you, there, she's also an undeniable badass. hmm and when it when when it shit hits the fan she is she's got Sabrina's back
2: yeah i didn't hate her uh i I didn't want to give that impression that i I <clears throat> thought she was awful i like clearly didn't like her very much but i could also tell that that was the situation like
1: yeah i mean not everybody's day, family she, everybody gets along with their parents or guardians s- or whatever she
2: is still rooting for sabrina and she's not in on the whole like let's fuck with sabrina until she See, but he, goes here's mad the thing, or whatever this in in the first four episodes this this episode is the first
0: time i saw her have her back the other three she's very much on devil's side on the you know team lucifer. Oh yeah.
1: And, I just feel like that's a really realistic family dynamic for a family to be like your kid is going to go do something that's very, <laughs> you know, it's always been important to this family mm-hmm. whether the kid wants to do it or not.
0: I guess it just wasn't wasn't for me. I I do not foresee me watching the rest of this. Like it just I couldn't I it just didn't grab me at all and I thought it would because you know the comic book history and so on and so forth, but no, just didn't do yeah, it for it's,
2: me. Yeah, it's it's not for me either. But uh, I certainly don't begrudge its existence. I can see why it is a it is good at what it does, so it can live.
1: <laughs> it can live. Um, I wanted to ask you both um, whether you guys thought it was like scary enough, or like. Uh,
0: uh... There were
1: like how did how did you feel about the horror elements of the show?
0: For me, the the horror elements didn't hit enough because it was like a CW kind of show. Uh-huh. Like that was running. It did strike. Yeah, that was running through Almost my head yeah. the entire time. Like, yeah, there were parts where it's supposed to be scary, but <laughs> like every time, every time the devil. What what do they call him? They don't call him the devil. Um.
1: The Dark Lord. The Dark
0: Lord. Every time the Dark Lord shows up with his goat head, I was like, that's that looks like a giant puppet. Like it's not it that should be scary. And it's just
1: Well, see, I'm laughing because like this is on the the very extreme end of the spectrum of scary that I can like tolerate watching. Like this is pretty scary for me. So you like, are not a
0: horror fan?
1: Duh. I mean, come on, Evan. Right. You've known me in a long time. I,
0: I know, but I, I feel like everybody's a fan of horror. And then I remember <laughs> that
2: there's yeah, a. Yeah, no, no, I'm not a fan of horror either, um, S- for the most part. So, what drew you I, to this
0: show then, Karen? Because this was billed as a horror.
1: Yeah, I, I heard a lot of good things about it. I really wanted to see Michelle Gomez. Um, Which one was Michelle the Gomez? Miss Ordwell, the, the, te- the librarian teacher okay. who got turned sexy. Um, I love her. And I... The the trailer. There was a trailer that dropped. Yeah, but that trailer was scary.
0: The, that was the, like when she was... Go, like, I th- if I recall correctly, that was when they were showing her going to her dark baptism?
1: I feel like there was more than one trailer. Because there was one where I was... Just, uh, you know what it was? It was the trailer that... Yeah, it was that trailer that was scary. But it was in that trailer... I thought before I saw the trailer I was like oh this is a horror show this is not for me then I saw the trailer and she was like I don't know if I'm all about this dark baptism shit I think I'm gonna question authority and and go my figure out my own path and I was like oh it's a horror show but where the main character is not necessarily on board with all the horror shit that is me
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) all right um I'm going to give a little shout-out to whoever the art director was for the opening credits.
1: Oh, yeah. They are fantastic. Opening credits
0: were really good. Um, and it was to the point, like, you know, you. if you're watching it on Netflix, you have the ability to skip it. And I wasn't watching it on Netflix. Um, so I've seen it, you know, every for every episode. And I'm going to say, at the fourth time, it the final art style change when it says based on characters from an archie comic and it shows sabrina the archie version in it Uh i was like good on you good job because everything else was real stylized and and you know the horror based and then they added that little little touch there for for those to that like me, that have a a background in the comics i thought I thought they did a really good job with the opening credits and and the art styles that they chose
1: I also have to say when you were said about the, the the Dark Lord looking like a puppet, we went the other day to a, a kid's birthday party at a farm, and I couldn't look at any of the ghosts <laughs> <laughs> yeah and see like and here's the thing
0: like i as i you know I was watching. It's probably the last three days I was trying to watch these, uh, these episodes. And within those three days, I had seen an article on... It was online somewhere uh, about the special effects for Legend. With, you know, the Tom Cruise movie where he's fighting mm-hmm. Satan. And I didn't realize... Because Tim, Tim Curry plays Satan in that movie. I always thought it was just the voice, but then I saw them put prosthetics on him. It was actually him, and then I compared the two. I'm like, damn, that's Lucifer. That's a good one. And then we got Goat Dude, who just looks like <laughs> someone put a, Goat oh, a stuffed head on top of their shoulders, and it just wasn't scary to me, so meh. But
1: well it's not for everybody that's
0: the, yeah i you, listen like there there are three opinions like i did not like it you like it and chris was like yeah i, I yeah it's a show it's uh i'm okay with it so there it is
1: yeah the one that the, the main thing that makes me like this is that sabrina is her own person and she's a person you do not want to fuck with mm-hmm
0: that's um, i'll agree they, with that they
1: showed that in this with the you know her like standing up to the the sisters there's a, the thing in the pilot and the first episode was was the moment that really made me love her is when uh her friend was getting bullied at school and she did end up using some witchcraft to combat that but she also like she and the other friend were like we're going to stand up for you. We're going to protect you. We're all going to stick together and take care of each other. And I was like, I love this girl. See, I want to see what she does. And
0: I'm going to give her, uh, give credit where it's due. Cause I love the relationship between the, the three female friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the romantic relationship between
1: Harvey's kind of a drip.
0: <laughs> like I see nothing like, like even like, uh, you know, third, fourth episode, they start, you know, really getting hot and heavy and kissing a lot. And it, I'm like, it looks, it looks awkward to me <laughs> like
1: yeah harvey's not great but then harvey really talking about, about
0: his experiences in the mine like he he was doing a good job
1: mm-hmm. like
0: he he's i don't know ah i don't know the the, the 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 friendship between the three girls is great the romantic relationship eh? but he's not bad it's weird like there's just i don't know i don't know there's something about it's him.
1: fine not everybody has to like every, all the same
0: things. This is very true. So, all right, there you have it. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate the the suggestion. You're welcome. Um, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned. Hey, gang! If you like this show, check out all the fresh original content that we have available on our website. Head on over to GeekAid.com and enjoy. And we're back. Let's. There were no commercials, so I'm not going to thank you for listening to the commercials.
2: No, no, thank you. Thank you for listening to our commercials. We worked very hard on them. But, Chris, that's Quite just going to confuse people. You, you it's think confusing so? me. <laughs> I, well, you know what? If they think they've listened to commercials, maybe they did. Mm. Maybe, maybe they, they went to, to somebody n- else's commercials.
0: That's very true. Maybe they listened to someone else's commercials. So, thank you for listening to the commercials.
2: Yeah, bl- blanket. Thank you for listening to commercials on previous episodes. There you go. There you go. That'll work. So, okay. Uh, let's talk some news. Uh,
0: this one from the National dot Scott S-C-O-T. Um Lord of the Rings TV series to be filmed in Scotland. Now that's pretty cool we're gonna get a lord of the rings television uh series um but what that at uh, that one is that euros uh one, yeah uh is
1: pounds that,
0: is that pounds okay so one billion pound budget what, yes what is that what is that what is that in real money what is that in, in real american dollars so,
1: a, do- a lot it's the the uh what do you call it Conversion rate a dollar is not is worth less than a pound. So, so let's
0: see. Let's let's see. One dollar is worth point seven seven pounds. So one, three, four,
2: five. Six, it's exactly one shitload of money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it actually says that. It typed it out. A shitload of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great um i i don't know what they're spending that money on
1: yeah i don't know the woman who's the head of amazon studios said we're not remaking the movies but we're not starting from scratch
0: well they they already paid Mm. 200 million for the rights right so there's a there's a chunk um
2: the Rest of it's craft services. People like to eat. Yeah, and that's eat well. probably
0: it. You're probably right. Craft services,
1: protein shakes, whatnot,
2: <laughs> granola bars,
0: Nut trail mix. You know, with the little M and M's in it. Miscellaneous. Um. Uh, so yeah, they're not re redoing the movies. They but it's sort of like a, they uh, a prequel, if you will. The way I was reading it, it was going back. They were showing, um. Like the early life of Aragorn.
1: hmm So
0: that's the, the Vigo the Vigo Mortison character. Um so that's kinda cool. See I I'm mean
1: definitely interested. Yeah,
0: I mean it, we're if not we gonna all see make it, for it, a it of to twenty
1: twenty one. So
0: just forget about we said anything right now and it'll be a surprise later on when we tell you it's coming out. So um yeah, outside of that little bit of information there's very little out there about it, so if anything comes about, we will let you know. Um. Okay. So, from Deadline.com, Crank Anchors is coming back? Why? I don't know. So Jimmy Kimball's
1: for? got
2: Jimmy Kimball's got some time and some money, apparently. This is not a good idea, especially if they're bringing back the... Uh, I mean, like, wasn't this whole the the whole thing like one of the biggest things about this show was uh, jokes at the expense of uh, the mentally retarded like yes. wasn't that well, a thing? one of the
0: characters yes
2: yeah like that was like the character though that was like what everybody talked about with this show and like that doesn't fly in 2019 or at least it freaking shouldn't no
0: I don't know why like I it's and Karen you asked a fantastic question who is this for other than Jimmy Kimmel. Because Jimmy Kimmel, Adam Carolla, like they created this show however many decades ago. I feel like it was in the 90s. Am I correct in saying that? The original series aired now from 2002 to 2007. So, a little over a decade ago.
1: Unbelievable. Lots changed, fellas.
0: Very much so. I don't, I don't foresee this being a, a, a success at all. I, I,
2: yeah, like there's a reason people aren't buying Jerky Boys records, you know? Hey, <laughs> just Ate a jerky chest. Boys. I'm going to go out and paint the town red. This this stopped being funny. <laughs> and or to some of us, it was never funny to begin yeah. with. No. No. Bad call.
0: But, hey. Hi.
1: Bad, bad call.
2: <laughs> Good one.
0: Wow. I didn't even see that. And then when you guys started <laughs> laughing, I still didn't see it. And I was like, Huh? <laughs> but now I get it. I punned unknowingly. <laughs> unknowingly. Right. Unknowingly punned. All right, moving on. Bad idea from from uh, MTV and Jimmy Kimmel. Onto something that is not a surprise to me. E Online tells us that the Queer Eye season three premiere date has been revealed. Um, it was a cute little reveal, little video of like a Twitter or, or uh, not a Twitter. Like a, a messenger like a interaction. a text conversation, yeah. yeah. And then they got the, the music playing, the new theme song playing in the background. Um, yeah. The only I'm thing. am so
1: excited.
0: I, what's up with, I like everything about this little group shot that they have of them on the bus. I'm okay with, except for that one dude's mustache. Why?
1: I'm not picture. No, I'm scrolling. I'm, oh, I see the top of the bus. Come on, load. Moustache. Okay, which mustache? Okay. The one in the front?
0: Yeah, there's only one with a mustache. Everybody else has a beard. And that guy's got a five o'clock shadow with the curly Q mustache. Why?
1: Because he's Jonathan Van and he's wonderful, and he can do whatever the hell he wants. No. Yes.
0: So we're getting more queer eye. Um, they're going to Kansas City? Yes. And then Japan.
1: <laughs> yep. So, yeah.
0: I, March fifteenth. It's they're they're traveling the world now. Uh, I
1: think you're like bearing the lead on this picture because not only is he wearing that ridiculous mustache, but those those pom poms above his head are on a headband.
0: I did not realize that those pom poms were on a headband when you said I I because the 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 black gentleman with the crown. Yes. That drew my attention that way, mm-hmm. and I thought those pom poms were like in the background
1: well uh the black gentleman whose name is karamo is very nice to look at so you can't be blamed for having your focus pulled
0: yeah well i mean and he is wearing (laughs) a shiny crown i mean come on now so yeah um now their their catchphrase is love yourself yeah okay because i said it a lot in this little snippet that they did tear so there it is that's not a surprise it's uh it's going to premiere on Netflix March 15th mm-hmm. and then um, <coughs> to be followed by the special uh, Japan tour, I guess. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out for that. Next, <laughs> SlashFilm.com brings us the information that canceled marvel shows like daredevil could be revived by hulu says exec my response to that is of course they're going to say that it's not going to happen
2: yeah my response to this article was i started reading it and then i just said don't you play tiddlywinks with my heart like it's it's
1: my response to this article was i said this on the show last week and you guys yelled at me right
2: because it's not
0: (laughs) but it's not going to happen
1: well, how do you know? It's it's on the internet. It uh, can happen. It must be true, Evan.
0: Um, there was there was a line in there. Not we a big announcement about the future of the chefs. There was something like it all depends on who's attached, kind of thing. Like if we decide to bring these characters back, like I, yeah, they may bring the characters back, which is fine. Like
2: I don't like that's Well, I mean Charlie Cox will be there. He's already camped out on the front door as far as I know. <laughs> he's he's he just wants to be Daredevil. That's all he wants out of life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There it is. Marvel has a ton of titles we'd be interested in. It's it kind of just depends on when they're ready and who, most importantly, is going to be behind these things. There's there's yeah. They've already done I mean, it. we know who's I'm not- involved and like that's I'm
2: not gonna. Can't, I'm not gonna say that this can't happen. It does seem like uh, one of those things. It's like, oh, this will buy us if we can. If we can go ahead and you know squirrel this away from uh, uh, you know the rights away from Netflix, whatever they have to these these things. Because I'm not even gonna pretend that I understand the whole thing there. But if Disney is just like, you know what, we're gonna go ahead and do this, and uh, you guys can go scratch. That's gonna like. That's that, that would be a really big thing for them to do for uh, their service, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like to kind of like take that away from Netflix and well, be like, "Oh, here's your favorite Netflix show, but now it's on our Disney, now it's on Hulu." what, what so. Hulu
0: should do is do a Marvel Knights series. Which is all of those characters dark and gritty, dirty, you know, just the rough side of Marvel that Netflix didn't do. Netflix did the Defenders. okay. Marvel Knights included Daredevil, Punisher, Moon Knight was in there. And that's, you know, another reason I like you it. You
1: just want a Moon Knight show.
0: But this, they just restarted or they just, I think it was like a 20 year anniversary or something like that. Like all of the characters <coughs> that have been previously used outside of Moon Knight in the Netflix shows are part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not the Netflix stuff. Like I don't. Even if Hulu does try to do the Netflix stuff, they're not going to do it as well as Netflix did it. Because I mean, are you sure about that? I I am pretty confident in that statement.
2: I mean, if they get the same showrunners and people involved,
1: there's a certain uh, factor. I, like, have you ever watched a Hulu original?
2: I have no idea. I have I have not.
1: They're not great. Like I've never watched one and been like, you know what, this is something I want to keep watching.
2: Well, that said, it's entirely possible that they could find that something. Like this, this could be one of those situations where they're like, okay, well, we need to do so. We're going to get these shows and we're going to do them right, and that's going to change the perception of of our shows. But I mean, isn't what is it, um, like Handmaid's Tale or something? Isn't that a Hulu original? Or- I thought that was- a- I know there's. I thought that was just a handful. Show time. It uh, could be. I don't know. I know there's a handful of Hulu original shows that some people are like, "Holy crap, this is the best thing since sliced bread." Of course, you know people watch CBS. So what the hell do
0: I know? <laughs> uh, all right. So I just typed into the Google's uh, Hulu original programming. They did the Will. They did the Will and Grace reboot. No. No, that's no. not possible. That's uh, original series. List that internet sh- is wrong. Yeah, it's just.
1: You are not interneting right i'm not. Evan.
0: handmaiden's tale is correct
1: it is yeah. all right well, I know that show to be very good. I also do not watch it
0: like Castle Rock was also a handmaiden uh not a handmaiden, it was a hulu original that I had watched, and I started to like it i didn't finish it uh, difficult people yeah like n- looming tower future man like into the, none of these I don't know any of these shows. Oh, Runaways.
2: Oh yeah, Runaways. I heard that's pretty good. Well, I mean, that's I, there you go. That that's just kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I've we don't have Hulu anymore because at the end of the day, what the hell do we need Hulu for? Mm-hmm. It's just it doesn't have. There's no original programming on there that we need that would justify us having that service. That being said, I know we're not alone in that. And wouldn't it be awesome for them if they were able to pull that off? And this would be a great way to do that. One, it would be like, okay, these are some of the most popular shows on Netflix. They canceled them, which pissed everybody off. We're going to revive them, and we're going to do them right. And if they do, boom, That's that just automatically increases their notoriety like tenfold. Are you, and when you say doing them right, are you
0: saying doing them differently than Netflix?
2: No, no. Okay. Doing them right the way Netflix okay. did just getting to getting that shit right okay
0: I mean it's going to be cheaper for them because Hulu in I from my understanding in a matter of mere minutes will be uh, owned by Disney like when the Fox thing yeah goes like through. they're a
2: part yeah they're a part of it and then they're going to get the Fox angle of it as well so, so all of a sudden you know shit's just, shit just got real uh, we'll see what happens I really don't I don't foresee it happening I
0: feel that they're gonna try yeah, to I do don't. a bunch of Marvel stuff, but it's just they're gonna go
2: with their original, like their own brand of Marvel. I'm with you. I don't <sighs> see it happening myself either, but you know, I I dare to dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um. Next up from fee dot com, we're getting a animated Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team up. Um. So when I saw saw this title and I was worried that it was that that new version of the Turtles,
2: and it's not. No, it's based off of the first one of these uh, comics that happened. Yeah, but the art style is different. Yeah, and that really bugs me because the comic is gorgeous, and I don't really care for the art style. But it was a pretty fun book. So yeah, it was. You know, it was. Go for it, guys. Live the dream. I don't
0: know what it is, but there's a still of you know Batman, the Turtles, uh, Batgirl, and Robin, and everybody's eyes are so white. Huh? It's weird. Like they're just like glowing. But um, what I did note it it's got a a pretty pretty badass voice cast um, Tara Strong is going to be you know uh, that's Harley uh, Darren Chris. Um, where is it it's here I'm trying to figure out she is John DiMaggio Mr. Freeze come on I know you're here Raphael Michelangelo Donatello
2: this riveting it. shit right here. Tom that Because it was... Don't you dare edit this out. I'm Evan. not going this to. Is what isn't... Um,
0: <laughs> isn't... What's her name from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend in here?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Rachel Bloom. Rachel she Bloom. There She's playing backwards. Right? There it is. That's what it Yay. is. Yay.
1: I like her. Yes. So, I know. <laughs> That's, That's why I was trying to find it. To I couldn't story. remember
0: what she was voicing. So, yeah. I mean, the, if they... St- this the story was fun the comic so hopefully we're gonna get more of that and it's nice to see a good version of the animated
2: turtles yeah it's been a
0: little while has been has been
2: that new show is the hot garbage man The hottest of garbage that show is trash (laughs) and i know it's not for me but, I mean, I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to you know this kind of stuff. I love reinterpretations. I think uh, X-Men Evolution is a phenomenal show. This is just a bad take on the Turtles. And I, I don't think it's doing... I, I hope it's not doing extraordinarily well, because it's just a bad take. Yeah. Boo. Thumbs down. <laughs> so that will not be Chris's pick for next week. It certainly won't.
0: All right. Deadline.com. Um, Dollface? Esther Pavlinsky joins Kat Dennings in Hulu comedy series. So here we go. Here's here's some Hulu information. Karen, yes. does this article mean anything to you?
1: Well, it means a couple of things. Uh, I know Chris loves Kat Dennings, so
2: and Kat I Dennings, I do. I like Kat Dennings. Do I love Kat Dennings? Is I that don't a thing? know.
1: I thought you liked her because you always, whenever she comes on in the Thor movie, you're like, "Yeah." Which one?
2: Oh, Kat Dennings. I think is- she's fantastic in Thor. <laughs> okay, that's the girl. I love that character oh, in Thor. God. That's a girl from uh, and-
0: that that where she was a a, a waitress. Yeah. Okay. Got it.
1: And uh, Esther Pavitsky was a, a new character in the last season or two of um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So. And when she came along, I was like, "Who is this girl? I've never seen this actress before." But apparently, I don't know. She's, she's been, <clears throat> doing a bunch of comedy and bit parts for a while now, and I'm just not on anything I'd ever seen. So, um, I'm always happy to see women, you know, making a show together. Uh, I like the the major players in this story, so I'm interested to see whether this show's any good. All right, very... The the premise sounded good to me, too. At least it did when I... Um, yeah, got...
0: it's a, a woman who... I can't remember which woman, but uh, breaks up with her long-term boyfriend and then has to re enter the world of women and rekindle the female friendships she left behind. That's
2: That's interesting. It's, yeah,
1: and that's a you know that's a very woman centric story. That did you it, just
2: read that off the back of a box? Because that sounded very like prepared. Well,
0: I did read it. It's in the article.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> I Somebody's doing his job. Um,
2: <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Heyo.
1: But I, I feel like that's a story that we haven't seen a lot told a million times before.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's creative. It's an original idea. So <laughs> that's
1: in good this stuff. world of reboots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, variety.com Chris Kelly bet Chris Kelly bad robot to adapt They Both Die at the End for HBO. I am not familiar with They Both Die at the End. I feel okay. like I've heard
2: that That's said good. before, but yeah, I'm, I got nothing there. Okay.
0: But it's it's JJ Abrams um, you know and Ben Stevenson of Bad Robot Productions. So Bad Robot, you know, they they got some bona fides. Um I I don't know. Like I'm not familiar like I feel like this is something that is known because it's 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 a book. And I, I'm assuming it was a popular book of some sort. But um I'm last. not familiar with it. It's I
1: am. I'm, I'm in based on the premise and the J.J. J. Abrams angle,
0: right? I mean, like, and the premise is interesting because it's it's set in a world where the government lets you know at the beginning of your last day of living, like you're going to die. So it's there. The people's stories of them living their last day. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty interesting. I think it could go. Really cheesy and hokey, but it it could be interesting. So, but and it's also JJ. So I've not I, I I there's I can't think of anything that has really left a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to especially Bad Robot because I like them I like that production company. So, well, yeah, any any They've more? never
1: no, done a bad thing to us. Yeah, that we know of.
0: That we know of. Um, all right. So, davidtenant.co, uh, is this the one with the video? Yes, it is. So, Good Omens launches worldwide on Amazon Prime on May 31st.
1: We finally, finally have a release date. Hooray, hooray, hooray. So,
0: we got a release date. We got a, the, uh, is this like the intro video? Cause, yeah, uh, I,
1: be- I believe that's going to be the opening credits. The opening credits?
0: Okay. Which is gr- it's very, it's it's. It, it feels very Terry Pratchett to me. Yes. Okay. Um, and we also find out that Benedict Cumberbatch has joined the cast as the devil, right?
1: Yep. Yep. So So it's Benedict Cumberbatch versus Frances McDormand. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> she, she's going to be playing God.
0: Yeah. And uh devil is animated, which I think is pretty neat. So... All good stuff. the 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 opening video was great. I like that the, the the art style. It' very Monty Python esque kind of thing. Um,
1: and it sort of like sort of tells the basic story of the sh- of the mm-hmm. show.
0: Yeah, like, pictorially, kind
1: yeah.
0: of, sort of, yeah. So, uh, how so? What's that? January, March, April, May—three months.
1: <laughs> I don't think you understand I've been do. telling people about this book since uh, since 10th grade and now the entire world is going to know how great it is and I'm going to be vindicated
0: there you go vindication shall be yours all right variety.com like I'm kind of surprised by like this and the entirety of this article surprised me um, SpongeBob spinoff planned as Nickelodeon's chief Brian Robbins tries to win back young viewers. Like, uh, apparently, according to this article, viewership of children is down across the board, and Netflix, Netflix, Nickelodeon feels that they can get them back by doing a lot of shows with fewer episodes.
1: Okay. I guess.
2: I don't uh-uh. uh, sure. <sighs> Good luck. I, I no, I, I actually, this I didn't really read this article. That's I think that's a great idea um, because I think uh, this we ran into this problem a lot when we worked in the comic book stores. The barrier of entry, you know, mm-hmm. you like okay, well, I'm going to start watching Adventure Time, yeah. but 35 seasons into it with like tomes upon tomes of lore, like there's a barrier of entry for shows like that. So when you have a show that runs for like 15, 20 seasons or whatever and they keep adding more and more lore, you're not going to get new viewers to those shows. You're just going to retain a smaller and smaller amount of your existing audience. Mm -hmm. So you start doing a bunch of newer shows with just shorter you know, runs like definitive runs we've been talking about this for ages like that's how a lot of british tv is done where they're just like we have this show it's got a beginning middle and end and that's the show not how many years can we keep this on before it's been slaughtered and smeared all over the pavement i think that's a really great idea good for you nickelodeon
0: the problem is is that they know that the way like the children are still watching Video based entertainment—they're just watching it differently,
2: and it's via the mm-hmm. YouTube
0: and the Netflix, and like,
2: and the stuff that they're watching on there isn't necessarily with a bunch of lore, right? So, I, I wish them the best. Nickelodeon has
0: been—I can like, as long as I could think about television, I remember Nickelodeon being a thing, so. I wish them all the best, and apparently we're getting a SpongeBob spinoff. I really don't even remember reading much about that in this article. It was—I'm
2: not sure. I understand what that means. <laughs> so, like, is it a Patrick show or is it the the Squidward the Squidward show? I, I don't understand what that means. Elsewhere
1: in Bikini Bottom. <laughs>
0: I'm um, I'm trying to find Robert. the a program I mean, there's a lot of information here about the other shows that they're planning on doing, live action movies and stuff like that. I I don't I don't know. They made uh, d- 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 Jesus seven hundred twenty nine million dollars in advertising revenue in two thousand eighteen. Uh, oh, that's more than a that's small not amount of not money. No. Yeah, and it's not so. Ah, so, uh, what, another, th- he was uh, co-creator, producer, I think he was, did I read in here that they're bringing back all that?
1: Yes. I, I, I saw that in another article that may or may not be later in the feed, but uh, being executive pro- executive produced by Keenan Thompson. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of adorable.
0: That and John Cena will be hosting Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Oh, boy. That's right.
1: But how will like isn't that his thing like you can't see me yes how is he gonna be on a TV show
0: yeah I don't know (laughs) I don't know the loudass. I I, maybe when I have children I'll understand it more but right now like I don't see any of these things hitting so like John Cena is not like like um, who is it it wasn't Larry the cable guy who's the other the other
1: Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff
0: Foxworthy. Like, that's not a child. Like, that's not someone a child wants to see. No, you know, five-year-olds go, let me see Jeff Foxworthy. Like, and John Cena's the same way. He's more, you know, he has a a different
2: uh, viewership base. I I
0: don't don't know,
2: man. I feel confident that little kids have a real thing for John Cena. Okay. I mean, like, there's. I walk when I walk John to school there's still kids with t-shirts that say like you can't see me and stuff like that like little kids love John Cena. All right. Shows how far out of the loop I am.
0: All right. Well, best of luck, Nickelodeon. We 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 we
2: we're, we're pulling for you. Godspeed, cancel Cancel the Turtles.
0: Um deadline.com killing eve season 2 trailer. Um <laughs> another squee moment uh season two trailer Sandra Oh Jodie Comer obsession and addicted to love yeah that addicted to love music that was creepy that was it was good
1: I I like that cover it was really good
0: job with that yeah um so I didn't finish season one this is 30 seconds after the end of season one um and it seems to be more of the goodness that I remember from what I have watched of season one. Like it's a good trailer. It's going to
1: be good. I cannot wait. And I'm so, it's like, it's pretty soon too.
0: Uh, April 7th.
1: And it said it's going to be, yes, on BBC America and AMC. Mm -hmm. So if you won't, you know, if you don't have one or you have the other, whatever, it's going to be more ways for people to see it. There you as go. is right because it's a fucking amazing show it's
0: great yeah it, 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 from what i remember of it just just too much tv to watch from the stuff that i seen. seen, yeah it was actually really really well done very good and chris is a huge fan of sandra oh huge huge the hugest <laughs> uh-huh. um from IGN.com. Oh, here's... This is where, where that, that is. Uh, Nickelodeon reviving some of our favorites. Are you afraid of the dark and all that? That's where we, I saw that. Um, Are you afraid of the dark? Was there an anthology horror series? You know, a bunch of kids sitting around a campfire telling ghost stories? That was I, one of my favorites from back in the day. Um, and all that had a number of people that started it it was a children's sketch comedy it was a bunch of kids doing sketch comedy and a bunch of famous people came out of that now so i
1: don't know man it it. i'm sure all that is great but give me you can't do that on television any day
2: yeah i'd say that you can't do that on television or even um i i'd take roundhouse
1: oh Trader <laughs> traitor <laughs>
2: I I I don't even remember Roundhouse. I would take You Can't Do That on television a billion times sooner than I'd take Roundhouse. I'm just saying, I never really got into all that. If I can't get You Can't Do That on television, I would take Roundhouse. (laughs)
1: Which you can't. You can't get You Can't Do That on television because it's a product of its time, and that time is gone.
2: It very much is. Long gone. Wasn't that also Canadian? It was. It was. But it's also where the friggin' slime comes from, you know?
1: yeah, Which... I mean, if they're trying to like, I don't know, get back to their roots or recapture viewership or some shit. Start coating people they in should, green slime. Maybe they should be paying more homage to their
2: paying closer attention mascot? to mascot. Yeah, is
1: is the slime a mascot? Like, <laughs> I
2: don't know. Like <laughs> okay. Nickelodeon was just like was one of the most important things in my life as a kid. I was just positively obsessed with Nickelodeon and there was so much charm to the that that station in its early days and just the ridiculousness of like even pre nicktoons when they were just like doing all the big you can um you know you can't do that on television but they were doing like double dare and doing all the live shows and stuff it was it was i don't know it was it was a thing it was very physical you know it was something that kids as a kid you watched and you just related to this entire universe it wasn't like yeah
1: it also like let kids be kids like kids on a lot of like family shows they're always like pitched more adult have a higher vocabulary act ways that kids wouldn't really act Mm -hmm. for whatever you know story purposes the show has like this nickelodeon was always a place where it was like the kids on these shows are like yes they're like me as a kid
2: yeah, and like that was kind of a thing. You didn't watch the show. You didn't watch this specific show on Nickelodeon. You watched Nickelodeon. Like it was just you turn to that channel and something's going to be on that's not terrible. You know, there was between a bunch of uh, that's actually a reruns of Looney point. Tunes. But you also like we were just talking about before the show, Banana Man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this rid- it's ridiculously stupid thing. It was it was something they got. It was British, I think, because um, they aired um, uh, Danger Mouse, the original Danger Mouse on Nickelodeon, which was. Oh, just an, uh, one of many obsessions of mine with like inspector gadget as well. Uh, and all, usually after danger mouse, they had these like really short cartoons of banana man, which are, I haven't seen them in ages. I'd, I just really, really fondly remember that little block of television. I think it was like right after dinner time. I'd be able to catch, um, a, you know, a 15 minute episode of danger mouse followed by a little five minute short of banana man, um, but even uh, just thinking about all the car, the the commercials for Nickelodeon. Remember the old like duop commercials. And and whatnot? Nick, 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 all- Nick, Nick. Exactly. Like it had such an identity and that was that was what made nickelodeon special and then cartoon network came along and it had its own identity and it was like there was still nickelodeon and there was still there was also cartoon network but then the lines started getting blurred as nickelodeon started you know doing things like uh, you know there was nick at night you know, when we were kids as well and the nick at night spun off in its own uh channel and then all of the kids that grew up on nickelodeon started watching You know, continued watching kids' shows as kids' shows got more sophisticated. You know, I was just watching Dragon Prince upstairs, and that's the kind of show that I probably would have loved as a kid, but it's also a show that's steeped in mythology. Um, It's going to have a—it seems like it's going to be much like Avatar the Last Airbender, probably one of the last truly amazing uh, properties Nickelodeon came up with. Um, It was finite. You know, Avatar The Last Airbender is three seasons and it's done. Mm-hmm. And they made a sequel series that was four seasons and done. And you didn't need to watch Avatar to catch Korra, um, which I think speaks to what they are talking about of just doing these these individual things. But, um, you know, as you got all these other uh, companies involved in these things, Things like uh, all right, well, Disney has these properties, so the Disney Channel is going to be all the Disney stuff and and the Star Wars stuff and the Marvel stuff, uh, which is one of the reasons we don't really have Saturday morning cartoons so much anymore. Because all the things that were uh, you know you would get them on these different networks are all just like getting consolidated. So um, is Saturday morning cartoons a thing anymore? Not really, and I'm sure that I means we lot watch to do cartoons
1: with, like, in this house on Saturday morning, but we do. Not because that. that's That's the only time that they were
2: on yeah they're not being aired anymore but I mean you know you think about it these little blocks of things like the Disney Afternoon and uh, uh, like watching X-Men on Saturday mornings and and Garfield and Friends like now all the 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 companies that made those things are all being consolidated and kind of doing their own things Mm -hmm. so As those properties tended to disappear piece by piece from channels like Nickelodeon or even Cartoon Network, you know, Cartoon Network had the Star Wars stuff. And then all of a sudden, Disney was like, no, now we have the Star Wars stuff. Um, So as that stuff gets consolidated, you know, stations like Nickelodeon, who have been through a ton of tumultuous times over the years um, with really, really crappy management and some horrible people doing some horrible things to the creative minds behind their shows. Um, you know, just look into the history of things like uh, uh, Ren and Stimpy and the way Spumko is treated, or even like the weird fate of the adventures of Pete and Pete. Um, as they, they need to have their own identity of their own original properties because the established properties are being uh, taken back by their original creators and the, the companies that own those IPs now. So, I kind of even lost the point of what I was talking about here. It's just, uh, I, I freaking adored Nickelodeon as a kid and I always wanted to go to like Nickelodeon studios and and see those ridiculous shows and I don't see a reason why that kind of stuff can't still exist it was just I don't know certain degrees of it started to get played out I guess and they started to try to get bigger and bigger and try to one-up themselves and kind of lost a little bit of touch of what made them special I mean but there's proof there's actual proof out there that this kind of stuff can work i mean to segue to my own you know my own thing that i know uh, another thing that happened during that time that was very much a product of that era was the nintendo world championships Mm -hmm. they decided to bring that back a couple of years ago and it was freaking
0: humongous i remember that yeah
2: because it still works. You just that how those kinds of real life spectacle things are still incredibly interesting, um, especially in the era where everything's kids watching YouTube and everything's on these little tiny screens to, to give kids physical things to mess around with mess around with. There's there's actual novelty to that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Nickelodeon, with all of their original properties, if they look back to what made them great in the first place. Do so they look back to their origins of stuff like those Canadian shows like today's special, you can't do this on television or even uh, uh, some of their really young uh, programming, like a uh, um, pinwheel. Uh, if, if they can take the stuff that worked and make modern versions of it, uh, again, you can't do that on television. Like you said, it was a very much a product of its time, but sketch comedy is essentially timeless. Mm-hmm. And You could do something where you pay homage to you can't do that on television and have kids say, I don't know, and get slimed or uh, what was what made water come down.
1: I don't. I
2: don't remember. Uh, something made. Uh, I think you. Oh, it was just saying the word water. If you said water, water would pour down. If you said I don't know, so uh, slime would pour it. down. You know. And like not most of these people didn't even act in in things after that. But start doing things like those commercials. Start doing things like you can't do that on television. Create your identity again and make the the channel <laughs> special. Um, and just do it with the times because kids aren't necessarily going to watch live television the way that they used to. But you know your Nickelodeon YouTube channel or app or anything like that could be something very special because they have a lot of uh, intellectual properties at their fingertips, um, and there's no reason Nickelodeon couldn't be special again. There, diatribe over.
1: Make Nickelodeon special again. That's right. <laughs> Put it on a hat. Put it on, Let's on a hat. This. Make it a thing. All right.
0: Well, there you have it. Apparently,
2: Chris is really pulling for for Nickelodeon. I can't I just can't put into words enough how much that station meant. And me when I when and I, was a kid. I fully I understand really because can't.
0: people of you know of our age in our age bracket, like that's where we started choosing to what we watched.
1: Like yeah, like it consciously
0: was, choosing what we watched as opposed to being sit, sat down by our parents in front of the television. You know, and, it's where I discovered
2: Looney Tunes for crying out yeah. loud. You know, there was there was Nickelodeon that played all that stuff constantly, and and like I said, Danger Mouse and Count Duckula and Banana Man. Duckula, when Snick happened, like, are you kidding me? Like, Snick was amazing uh and uh, with are you afraid of the dark and roundhouse and all that jazz and when nicktoons launched my, my you couldn't peel me away from rugrats doug and ren and stimpy like those were the original three nicktoons you could not was, peel me away from those
0: shows was literally
2: singing, right today doug was, <laughs> doug was great and yeah you oh know, draco's modern life was the fourth one and then it it kind of continued after that but like what what other channel would make The Adventures of Pete and Pete that shows freaking insanity, and it still holds up? Yeah. It's, it's so ridiculous.
0: Well, there it is. All right, moving on. Uh, CBR.com, Aliens TV series from Ridley Scott reportedly heading to Hulu. All right. Apparently, Hulu is on an uptick. And a Ridley <laughs> Scott... my
2: dad's going to need a
0: Hulu account. Yeah, a Ridley Scott alien tv series sounds like a plan to me this is a also apparently fox series is said to be looking at the history of the ill-fated moon lv-426 from the first film which drew the nostromos crew to its to a v that was the first Movie?
2: I don't oh. know Alien. It's not my thing.
0: Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's how the the series, the whole series started. So it's a prequel series again. There you go. And they are doing this because they're like, listen, I get it? You didn't like Prometheus and and Alien Covenant, but we're gonna make this right again. So here you go. Boom. Okay. Make right alien great again. <laughs> so there How you How long can we carry out this joke? Uh no dates or anything lives. on that though. So if and when we get more info, we will pass it along. Um Hollywood Reporter. So Marvel's Loki series is <laughs> is getting um a Rick and Morty writer. I, okay okay.
1: Listen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. The reason that the story is in the feed is 100% the subhead Michael Waldron was up all night to get Loki. Okay. I, I give this, uh, who's this Hollywood reporter writer? Boris <laughs> Kit? Yeah. Boyce? Boris Kit. Yeah. Get, give him a prize for that subhead. There you go. He was up all night to get Loki. I left my ass off when I saw that.
0: Um,. So, the Loki series, which is coming to the Disney Plus um, <coughs> streaming service. Uh, now they got a, a showrunner and a writer. There you go. Cool stuff. It's actually happening. We will see the quality that comes out of it, uh, you know, with the the main actors reprising their roles in this these television shows. I think that's the best way to make this a thing. Not just taking Loki, but making it. Tom Hiddleston's Loki that's that's the right thing to do so I don't foresee this being the only problem is is that it's on Disney Plus
2: that's it So they're, uh, they're certainly stacking the deck in that department they are
0: they are trying to at least yes so alright um, from Deadline.com a surprise to no one Punisher and Jessica Jones have been cancelled <laughs> It's official. It, it, it's officially official. Um, final season of Jessica Jones is coming soon, right? I don't even... Like, Punisher final season already happened. And... Jesus, that's 2015, is it saying? I don't even... I don't know. But it's coming soon. I know the the Jessica Jones. And it is said to sort of wrap things up. Which is good.
1: Yes. So I am I'm a huge fan of the pictures that they chose for this article. It looks like the two main actors reacting to the news yeah. that their shows have been. Very canceled. grumbly
2: and what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we we all saw this coming. Yeah. yeah, this is this is a shock to absolutely no one.
1: So um, <clears throat> it's unfortunate we just started <clears throat> finally getting into the first season of Punisher and it's 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 quite a good time. It's really satisfying to watch um, bad people be killed in horribly violent ways. Yeah, so great. Yeah, it's this is like very satisfying. Big thus far. mood for 2019.
0: Yeah. So. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I'm still trying to look for a Jessica Jones uh, release date. I could have sworn it just says later this year. So, but yeah, I, like I like we said before, this is. All of these characters are still Marvel properties that could show up someplace else, possibly, but I don't think it's going to be of the quality. And we should just, we're just lucky that we got what we
2: did. Oh.
1: We'll always have the ones we already have.
2: This is very true. No yeah, it, that's that's the thing. Like, these shows were pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, are pretty fantastic. And while it would be nice to get one. Like let's say let's get a Defender season two that kind of wraps the whole thing up, that'd be pretty sweet. Mm. But you know, worst case scenario, we have what we have. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: They can't take it away from us. Yes.
0: So next up, DigitalSpy.com. This was a surprise. The newsroom <laughs> could return as Olivia Munn reveals Aaron Sorkin and cast conversations in quotes.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah? I yeah, really? do not know what to think about this.
2: <laughs> I, you know what, I started reading it, and then I said, you know what, I don't, no, don't you put that poison on me. I don't want to get my hopes up and then have them dashed. I would love to have that show back. I freaking adore the that show. The show is
0: fantastic, and it is so the right time for
2: it. Mm-hmm. It would be pretty interesting, although I, you know, I would certainly hate to see the show come back without Sam Waterston, but... They would, they would have to, which is sad, but...
1: Why would they have to?
2: Because he's dead. They killed Charlie
1: Skinner. Oh, no, they killed the character. <laughs> yeah, You're right. God. I'm like, wait, but Sam it... Waterston didn't die? I mean, he's working on Grace and Frankie, but that's no big deal.
2: Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> I, no. I, there, I forgot there, they there killed not be like a, a day of mourning in this house when Sam Waterston actually dies. But yeah, no. They could bring his, his evil I, then, twin. <laughs> I would love to see where the show is past him, you know, because bj novak's character was horrible but he was an interesting factor and you know having mckenzie in his old in charlie skinner's old role like i would be very curious to see where that where those characters are now because there was a lot more not just to tell with the way the show told the stories of reporters reporting on the news and doing it correctly Mm -hmm. Uh, and i have no illusions that that show is fantasy like that show is It doesn't take place in the real world, but it's the kind of it's the kind of fantasy entertainment that I truly enjoy because it's like, you know what, if people actually were just good people, this would be this could be a thing. Mm -hmm. So um, this is I would just love to see this happen. It's okay
0: You say that it's fantasy, but it's it's not because fantasy alludes to the fact that it can't be a possibility.
2: Like it can't be a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) There's a zero percent chance of anyone, any sort of higher up just deciding, you know what, we're going to do the news and we're going to do it right and we're not going to worry about money. That will never happen. (laughs) There is a negative five trillion percent chance of that ever happening, which is a shame. It is. But it's really cool to see a TV show. Uh, with that premise Mm -hmm. and I love it and I would really love to see where those characters are because I wasn't just invested in like the way that they handled the news I was invested in the characters too
1: I really enjoy the closing line of this article that says in a time when where even the most well researched stories are being labeled hashtag fake news across social media by well we don't need to tell you who (laughs) (laughs) we think the newsroom should absolutely make a comeback (laughs) yes that's 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 the point.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's so crazy that this this show didn't even exist that long ago, but the world is already so much different. Like the world this show was set in specifically is so much different.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <sighs> this would be the right kind of
1: uh, <clears throat> reboot. reboot revival, I don't want, revival.
0: That's the word I want. And the only thing I don't like is the fact that. You know, in the main title, the w- the word conversations is quoted, meaning. Yeah, it's one of
1: those more like, oh, man, that would be great. Like yeah. nobody who nobody who is has the power to make this happen is actually talking about it as a realistic thing.
0: Yeah, oh. <sighs> That's a shame. All right. And finally, from CBR dot com. I saw this, and I was kind of surprised. Breaking Bad movie to air on AMC and Netflix. Um, Apparently, which I didn't know that they were doing that, uh, they are going to make a movie that takes place after the finale of Breaking Bad. And it's going to debut on Netflix to then be followed by being aired on AMC. Which is, you know, the original home of Breaking Bad and now uh, Better Call Saul. So, I think that's pretty neat. Getting a, a yeah, yeah, me too. The, for them. the follow up on uh, Jesse, Jesse Pinkman. I, I had no idea that this was even like I, I heard nothing about this up until seeing this article. I, you know, and Breaking Bad has been on for a while. Right, we should finish
2: watching that show sometime. Yeah. <laughs> we got. Please to, like, don't th-
1: add us. <laughs>
2: We've got to the beginning of like season two. We're like, yeah, this is a pretty good show. Let's uh, let's let's finish watching this someday. Yeah. If there was only time. Oh.
0: indeed. All right, there it is. That's everything we got to talk about, Chris.
2: Hey, how you doing? Give us the spiel. What if I don't want to give you the spiel? Well, you're going to do it anyway. I mean, I guess you're right, but. Is this my fate? Is this all I'm good for Not for you? Not at all, Chris. Not this, at all. Is this all I mean to you? because you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the geekade page and the this week's episode page. Find us on Instagram at geekade subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore geekade, or follow this show specifically at You can find us individually on Twitter. I'm at geekade, Chris, that's geekade, K R I S Karen. Where can our listeners find you?
1: Shoot underscore the underscore moon.
2: Evan, where can our listeners find you? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on Geekade.com for more fresh, original content. Back to you, Evan.
0: Thank you so much, Chris. It is your turn.
2: It is my turn. What do we got? What's Uh, our homework for this week? Well, uh, it's a nice short piece of homework. Uh, My daughter has been very, very, very much into watching Danger Mouse with me lately. The new Danger Mouse that's on Netflix. Uh, and a few nights ago, we watched an episode that as soon as I, I, I laugh at every episode, but I laughed a lot at this one. And for some reason, I just thought you would really enjoy it. <laughs> okay, uh, You specifically, Evan. And I don't think Karen was in the room when we watched it, so it'll be new for her, too. Uh, so we're going to watch Danger Mouse, the new uh, series of Danger Mouse mm-hmm. that's available on Netflix. The episode is called Hail Hydrant. It is season <laughs> one, episode 31. Season one, episode th- Thirty-one. Uh, it's it's If you're watching it on Netflix, if you're you know, listening at home and you want to watch it with us, it's part of season two. I don't know what episode Netflix calls it, but um, this show is in a weird situation where uh, Netflix, I believe, split the first season into two seasons. But it's actually way past that in uh, the other places where it airs. Uh, and Netflix just hasn't gotten the rest of the episodes either yet or is going to. I don't know, but... This is available on American Netflix, uh, or if you're going through other means, season one, episode thirty-one. Hail Hydrant, Danger Mouse!
0: All right, people. There's your homework. Thank you for joining us this week. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Goatheads. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.